So, welcome to episode 16 of season 4. If you just joined, this is Maria of Maria the Arcane on Instagram, and I'm joined by our supreme overlordess, Robin, <laughs> at a tired witch on Instagram. I have to sneeze, and I like it right when I was about to say your name. <laughs> and now you're not going to need to sneeze because you've addressed yeah. it. Yep. <laughs> Oh, goodness. Uh, Hi. Hello, everyone. I don't need to sneeze. Uh, As a reminder, for those of you who are listening and are considering to join our Patreon, we have two big things. One is that Maria and I lowered the prices of the Spellcaster Coven tier from $50 to $40. Mm -hmm. So we would love to see you there. Um, And... For those of you who are interested in our monthly classes, don't forget that this month on August 27th, we have a class with Nika Phillips of Crescent and Craft, who is doing a class on candle magic making. Yeah. Um, which is going to be so good. <laughs> yeah, she's the one that like makes all these like special deity candles yeah. and mm-hmm. like oh, just really cute shapes. We had her in our box one, one month. Mm-hmm. Like I think it was like a year or two ago, but it was so good. Yeah, <laughs> those candles are like they're legit. Like they're so heavy nice. Duty. They're so good. I they're so them. so good. Very yeah. Much. So she's doing a whole class on how to make them and how to put magic into them and all that and. We're really excited, so mm-hmm. we hope to see you there. And don't forget yeah. that if you want to watch the class, but you are, like, busy on the 27th, that if you are in the library tearing up, it, it is available to watch later. So you can still join to watch later if you can't make the class. If you've just joined us this week, every week, Maria and I talk about upcoming lunar phases and how you can utilize them in your magical practice. As a reminder, these are not uh, astrological forecasts for your specific star signs. This is just how we can utilize the moon's phase magically. Now, that being said, this moon is very exciting. It's a blue moon. Mm -hmm. Um, If you don't know what a blue moon is, I thought we could kind of touch on that before where I talk about the moon phase. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Moons are really rare. That's why we have that expression once in a blue moon. It's because it's rare and it only happens once every like two, two and a half years. And I'm actually pretty sure the last blue moon was on Halloween of 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure I'm right about that. <laughs> I think so. I remember there being a really awesome October where, yeah. like, it was, it was perfect. It was, like, perfect, yeah. So, uh, blue moons are moons that basically two full, full moons happen in a calendar month. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also, like, astrological blue moons where two will happen in the same astrological season. And there's seasonal blue moons where four will happen in a season rather than three. Uh, but typically, when we talk about blue moons, we are looking at them in a calendar month, not in the other two, astrological and seasonal. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and blue moons are really special because they are a second blue moon in a calendar month, which is typically see them as like supercharged moons, just really, really powerful. And because they're so rare that it gives you your magic kind of this extra boost um, mm-hmm. of like luck and energy, etc. So it's a really good time to focus on any kind of magic that you want to give like an extra kick in the pants to. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, this particular blue moon is going to be on August 30th. It is in Pisces. And full moons in Pisces are, in general, just an excellent time for daydreaming, imaginative energy, um, any kind of dream work. So messages from spirit guides or communicating, honestly, with like spirits in general. Uh, this is a really good time for all of that. Uh, if you're somebody who perhaps is wanting to dabble in lucid dreaming or the polar opposite, you have nightmares and you want to work on warts to keep them away, this mm-hmm. is a really good time to do spell work for all of that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I I think this has been this has been such a dreamy month. Like you know, we started off with Aquarius, which is already very like dream dreamy on itself mm-hmm. and then we it's a blue moon month and then we have Pisces which is yeah. I don't know it's very dreamy but <laughs> um I love the idea of like if you are like tired of working like with dream magic and stuff um during the Pisces moon maybe doing some something for like med- meditation or oh, like yeah. hedge crossing like making mm. your special right yeah, I love that fun. idea yeah. yeah like creating your little potions or even just going for it like go ahead and you know head cross and like do spirit fight like go yeah. like go like go full witch like I'm very I'm very excited for this Pisces responsibly um, <laughs> you want somebody who wants to dabble in those sort of things while using uh, Belladonna Maybe just research it a little bit. That's not, for the record, that is not something that we are recommending. No, no, no. There is something that you are considering. Please do a lot of research before you dabble into something like Mm -hmm. that. Please, like, dip in a pinky toenail, not even the full toe, and please source your goods from trusted and reliable sources with long histories of credits and reputations. Don't just get it from a random Etsy. <laughs> exactly. I mean, there's so many different spirit flight like ointments yes. and stuff that does not have anything poisonous in it. That works 100%. And I'll actually be mentioning some in our main segment. So Yay! Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> So if you just joined us this episode or haven't listened to other episodes so far this season in lieu of choosing a card and discussing it like we were doing the previous ones, we're just having like whole conversations on the different sections in tarot. So we've already been over like the ones through the nines and now we're on the tens and we will be getting to the court cards in the next few episodes. But anyways, we are, as I said, we are discussing our thoughts on the tens. So we have reached the end of a cycle and within the suits, we see the results of what you know this uniquely means some of them being a lot more final than others in the suits so we see the most final ending of a cycle when it comes to like the um ten of swords it represents being done done like done mm-hmm. emotionally done physically done spiritually even You're if tapped, you maybe yeah <laughs> even if you want to keep going you can't unless it's like 
to completely start over, wipe the slate clean and, you know, taking the knowledge of this failure and disappointment with you in order to do it better next time. Now, like with the Ten of Pence, we see a new cycle about to start after reaching an ending. You know, we create this ending by creating a legacy and what we want to do, like how a legacy from what we've created within our goals and making these goals keep going um, long after we have finished them, maybe even possibly for like these goals giving back to others. Like let's mm. say like em- employees that like work under us or anything, it helps them further along or even our own family members. Like if we create, you know, a financial stability for them and ourselves. Um, and then we reach like the dreamy ending and what I personally consider (laughs) an unrealistic long-term ending, which is the Ten of Cups. Um, This card is about like reaching peak happiness. It is a great day. It's like, if you were to envision it, it would be like a great day spent with like friends and family where you feel like you've absolutely made it. The thing is though, you know, life ebbs and flows. This peak happiness can't, doesn't last forever. Doesn't mean you should enjoy it as it is happening. No, but like, please do enjoy it. Um, mm-hmm. Just know that happiness is something we have to continually work on and towards. Honestly, the nine of cups shows a more realistic version of an ending emotionally being proud of what you've created but will eventually you know get up to make more um (laughs) now with the ten of wands it represents represents like how we have to keep going despite reaching in the end of a cycle our life paths aren't like done until they are done work is continual even for things we are passionate about if we want to keep up with what we have created we have to continue to put energy into it Okay. Yeah. So how about, how do you view the tens? Um, I'm fully on board with everything that you just said. The only addition I would add to what you said is not an addendum. Mm -hmm. It's an addition is that because tens are the completion of a cycle, Mm -hmm. it, when we see these cards, there is an almost unspoken expectation that you should have learned something by this point, whether Mm -hmm. that is learning a hard lesson or learning, you know, a strength within yourself that you didn't think that you had or learn to find happiness and love, like whatever it is, there is a unspoken expectation here that while this cycle has ended, Mm -hmm. it has ended because you have learned something. And Mm -hmm. that's, I don't know, that's important, I think. Yeah, I think so too. It's like, you know, with any end of the cycle, you're going to take the knowledge of the first one with you into the next one. Mm -hmm. We live, we learn, we grow. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you've been following along this season, Maria and I have been talking about witchy tools and how to use them. A little history, a little tips, a little personal practice. (laughs) And this week we were talking about besoms or brooms. Um, For those of you who've seen the word besom and you're like, what the heck is that? It's a broom. The word is, it's broom. It's a broom. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, God. 
gosh. I always, whenever, when I first saw that word, I always thought it, you know, meant boobies because it's like. Stop, because it's like bosom. Yeah. You're yeah. so funny. <laughs> oh, you've got to think this was 13 me and 13 year old me. I'm like, why, what, why would those be tools? I guess they are like for some people. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, best of my opinion are one of the well not just my opinion but it's an actual fact when we talk about history uh, best sums are one of those tools that we find in history specifically in Eurocentric witchcraft as mm-hmm. a witchcraft tool that's hidden in plain sight everybody's house has a a broom right that's mm-hmm. a common household tool and so anybody can have it and utilize it and use it and it's not a screamingly obvious witchcraft tool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so, like, um, with them being, like, a symbol of... I just think, you know, they were very connected to women, and women were, you know, the main ones being convicted of witchcraft. And so, <laughs> you know, being a symbol of domesticity... I always pronounce that wrong. Hopefully I pronounce that right. No, that's but, not right to me. Like, okay, so, but... <laughs> then of course they're going to see you know a woman's tool becoming also something for her for like her independence and like um speaking of belladonna (laughs) (laughs) speaking of which like earmuffs for the littles but i'm going to have like a very hot take like you know (laughs) <laughs> I think I want like you know brooms have been talked about for witches like since the middle ages so like as I said hot take but you know we have heard women of that time have used broom handles as maybe fucking them yeah maybe so fucking them <laughs> well, I mean, of course like you know <laughs> sex toys weren't really around back then maybe so, fucking them listen yeah. I don't know if maybe Marie and I are the only millennials that are listening to this podcast even though we aren't listening we're on it but if we can all just go back in time the year is 1999 Harry Potter just came out and the Sorcerer's Stone and they gave us these little brooms do you remember those to fly around and they vibrated I know and all these little girls were so excited to play with their new broom to the point it got recalled because they were fucking them uh, they were fucking them yeah they were and so if, if history doesn't repeat itself <laughs> well like so them being a symbolism for independence so like you know men would freak out about it because they're being replaced and they're unnerved you know women are exploring themselves sexually so of course you know they're like oh that woman's very connected to her broom definitely a witch (laughs) yeah well that's actually where the history or the historical context of witches flying brooms Mm -hmm. come from yeah so our our reference earlier to belladonna does actually stem from a historical point standpoint as well this is not how you should take belladonna again we are not saying you should take belladonna okay but because Mm -hmm. we mentioned it earlier i feel like i have to address it now which is the fact that historically speaking they would make flying ointments which are these belladonna and fat salves basically Mm -hmm. they would dress their brooms with them have sex with them and see visions um don't do that just please don't fuck a broom. Um, if you do fuck a broom, that is your business. But I do recommend some safer options. Like maybe something made of silicone that looks like a broom. 
Mm-hmm. Um, let's not internally puncture ourselves, guys. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there was so many, there was different, like, they, you know, of course, there was definitely women, like, getting high off, sorry, my dog, but we're definitely getting, like, um, high off their brooms by doing it that way. But then also, like, around the witch trials, it was said, like, women's would take, like, spirit flights on their brooms, like, mm-hmm. leaving their bodies to attend gatherings with other witches. And Specifically on Sabbaths. Of course, yes, with the devil. And they would also, they flew with their famili- on their familiars as well. Mm-hmm. And, like, on these spirit flights, they would do, like, spell work and celebrate and get all get into all sorts of debauchery um but basically what it's kind of like what hedge crossing is like Mm -hmm. you know that whole like your spirit leaving your body and you taking your broom um and they would take you know the thing that symbolizes domesticity and take it and go fly to go get crazy go get you know go get drink. wild get crazy get wild <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness but as you said like um while in folklore it is said like witches used a very poisonous plants to make flying ointments such as um i'm gonna pronounce this wrong i've only seen it spelled so please that's fine please bear we're with ready, me we're ready to all mock you <laughs> Come on, listeners, gather around. We're about to mock Maria. (laughs) Aconite? Did I do that right? Aconite? I have no idea. I have no idea what word you're trying to say. I'm going to spell it out. I'm going to spell it out. A-C-O-N-I-T-E. But um, we also see... Yeah, that's what I was thinking, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that feels right. Maybe we're all... Maybe everyone's going to mock both of us. (laughs) Anyways, that is seriously poisonous and you will see it in folklore please do not mm-hmm. use it do you will die you will die you will it. die yeah do <laughs> but... not use it don't do it if you're thinking about it you're like well maybe i could just fuck around you will find out well don't do it. i have a theory this that was put in folklore by witch hunters and so i think they wanted women to off themselves if they were you know mm, witchy. Maybe. so they were yeah maybe. but we also are, see plants are you even a real witch unless you die have <laughs> <laughs> uh, you tried this plant <laughs> i promise i'll take you to the other astral plane <laughs> real witch is gonna send to the astral plane by simply dying have you thought about it yeah. Are you yeah. a real witch or are you a fucking coward? <laughs> <laughs> but oh we also see plants like parsley juice. Um, oh my gosh, I can't pronounce this, but syncophoil. Syncophoil. Uh, yeah? Okay. <laughs> okay. Soot, bird blood, um, vetch, and the young blood of children. Maiden hair fern. <laughs> Obviously, um, those were most likely added for shock value during the witch trials. But the main plants we continue to see in these are the poisonous ones, which are mandrake, belladonna, hembane, and datura. But um, I do honestly don't recommend, as Robin said, 
unless you are from getting it from a qualified herbalist that knows their shit that you know in person and you know them very very well even if you don't know them in person because like mm-hmm. let's be honest not a lot of us know our local belladonna or mandrake I supplier just, I would okay? personally not feel comfortable getting it from either, anyone else. <laughs> I wouldn't either, but I know good sources for products exist. Um, Mm -hmm. I can think of one off the top of my head who I will not repeat because she and I have beef. Um, But she does good products. So listen, I can admit when somebody does good quality stuff, I'm also not going to tell everybody about you. So suck on that. (laughs) Anyway... <laughs> my point is, uh, is that there are reliable sources out there who, whether or not they get along with me and I get along with them, mm-hmm. they do make good product. They do know their shit. And so, if you are considering to dab a kinky toenail into this stuff, mm-hmm. like literally do your research. Talk mm-hmm. to other people who have used their products. You know, how long have they been doing this? Are they certified as an herbalist? Mm-hmm. Have, you know what I mean? Are, do they teach classes? Have You know what I mean? Like, do a lot, a lot of research out there on that person before getting a potentially lethal dose of mandrake. And simultaneously, keep in mind that even if you go with a super reliable source... You might be somebody who is poison sensitive. And it's important to note that even if they know their shit, even if they put their, you know, correct dosages, you could still get poisoned. (laughs) (laughs) And also, I do, uh, I have two things. One thing is that usually flying ointment now just goes on the body. It is not used as food. Don't put it internally. No, 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 no. Yeah, do not. Just don't put it, no. Straight up. I'm just going to be the guy to say it. If they tell you you can put it internally, fucking don't. <laughs> like, there's one of your red flags that maybe this is not for you. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, there's so many great alternatives than to go like with a poisonous route. There's so many amazing recipes out there. And honestly, I'm going to sound like a huge stoner, but I find that pot is like a great thing that helps like Maria. all sorts of spirit flights along to us. Robin. She's like, listen guys, at the end of the day, man, all you need to fucking do is smoke a really good joint and then you are edge flying, bitch. It's true. But <laughs> they even make oils, lotions, salves, and I know people Gateway drug. Yeah. It's the gateway <laughs> drug. <laughs> but I also know people who just use alcohol. Like, they'll have, like, a glass of wine beforehand. I mean. Yeah. It's and true. then burn. Yeah, and then they just burn some mugwort or some wormwort, and then they're on their merry way. I mean, yeah. do whatever works best for you. You don't have to go this super-duper traditional route to um, spirit on your do brooms. Do not fuck your broom covered in fucking poison. <laughs> Just don't do it. Like, again, if you want to get symbolic, I'm, I I am certain with every fiber of my being that a silicone fucking broom stick exists. Okay? If you can think of it, it exists. I've seen Shrek fleshlights. Okay? They exist. It's, it, it's out there, man. So just get the thing that you want to get in a safe capacity. And let's not send ourselves to fucking poison control. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> no, I completely agree. So, how about are you have you made a broom before? Are you I've like, never made a broom, mm-hmm. but I have watched classes on making brooms because mm-hmm. it's something I really want to do. Um, it's just so 
committed that it kind of scares me. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm in the process of making one. Um, oh, I'm making, okay. yeah, I'm making a birch handle broom. And I've always had like such a deep connection with um, birch, like birch corresponds <laughs> to renewal, purification, protection, even warding. So honestly, to me, it's like the perfect handle for a broom. But I also like elder because of the whole folklore that elder trees are just witches in disguise. I and love that folklore too. I love it so much. And there, and it symbolizes power and cleansing, away hexes and being from <laughs> magic. Um, but yeah, I'm very excited. And I'll be using like wheat for the straw of the broom rather than wow. just regular straw. I just think it would look so pretty. Like with yeah. the little wheat ends. Well, I know that like commonly speaking uh, like the the bristles of the broom mm-hmm. like can be made from things like straw it can be made mm-hmm. from willow it can be made from uh, like the, you know like on birch trees the really thin like branches do you know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about? Yeah. The, <laughs> the yeah. twigs <laughs> yeah people use like really really thin twigs a yeah, lot or like, on their uh, hazel I know gets used as well mm-hmm yeah so beautiful and and then you can always dress up your brooms more by using like flowers or other plants to decorate them um but they also make you can buy like the pre-made brooms from like lowe's with the like the wooden handle and just like start adding like flowers and correspondences or you can just use it just as is like listen yeah of course of course marie and i are aesthetic babies but you do not need to be an aesthetic baby you can just head on down to your local dollar tree and get yourself a nice broom for one dollar and fifty cents, and you can get to getting those ones. Will be made of plastic, so I personally wouldn't recommend it. But it doesn't mean that if that's what's in your budget, it's out of the question. <laughs> I don't know. I actually find the wooden ones actually cheaper usually than the plastic. So if you just want to go straight wooden really? ones, really? Yeah, if you get them at Lowe's, they're only like a few dollars, and they're wow. very well made. Yeah. Um, and this episode is sponsored by Lowe's. Their <laughs> <laughs> handles also sometimes come in different colors so you can use color correspondence for the handles that is clever that's very yeah. clever yeah we have different um besoms we utilize in our house for different things mm-hmm. so we have like teeny teeny tiny ones and mm-hmm. we have like big ones and we have like symbolic ones we have so many brooms in our house yeah Oh. It's ridiculous. <laughs> well, you know, you know, cinnamon broom seasons right around it's the corner. It's coming, baby. It's if you're coming. somebody who's like, oh, geez, Louise, I sure want one of those really cute brooms, but I just don't want to pay all that money. But you can head to your local grocery store in approximately <laughs> three weeks. <laughs> and you the cinnamon broom for like five dollars target or trader joe's has them mm-hmm. Rayleigh's has them safeway has them kroger's has them Publix. Publix um, has them yeah like Wolf almost Lose everywhere has them. it's yeah. not gonna be organic but i so i wouldn't pay those prices but you could go to whole foods <laughs> if you want to joanne's carries them yeah i mean and- you name it and then just go to the like the I don't know if your stores have it, but the little flower section where you can pick yeah. and match the flowers so you can uh-huh. dress up your cinnamon broom even yeah, more. Paint that shit upside down. Paint that shit upside down. It, it's dry in five days and mm-hmm. make yourself a beautiful broom bundle. Why not? Exactly. But so, how do you use your broom in your practice? Well, 
I'm a big believer in brooms being utilized to kind of like the moon, where depending on if I'm pushing or pulling, that's what mm -hmm. I'm doing with energy. So if I am sweeping away, right, mm -hmm. it's pushing out things that I don't want. So I utilize that for cleansing. I mm -hmm. utilize, like, especially like energy clearing. Mm -hmm. um, I utilize that for like bad energy. I utilize it for like when, um, like, when I have a working that has completed, like it has finished all the way, mm -hmm. and I want to get rid of any residual, like, castings from that working, I will do a broom cleansing to push it out of my house. Mm -hmm. Simultaneously, you can use it broom to sweep inwards right mm -hmm. if we want to do things like money drawing luck drawing love drawing um <laughs> good energy drawing etc and i i tend to utilize things like floor powder mm -hmm. um with a broom mm -hmm. depending on again my intention if i'm pushing out or pulling in i will make something that corresponds with what i'm trying to do and mm -hmm. i will sweep in the direction i need yeah i love that i think it's important to note mm -hmm. that this is just my opinion so take it or leave it but never ever 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 sweep from outside of your home into your home okay and let me explain why even if you're doing like you're trying to draw in money, let's say, right? Mm -hmm. You're also drawing in all the outside energy, all the people in your neighborhood, all their dog feces, just like any residual doo-doo that you don't want, you're pulling in with the thing you're trying to do. And if you're doing it successfully, you're going to have this financial gain and also the energy of your neighbors. And I don't know about you, <laughs> but I don't want their stinky shit in my house. <laughs> I don't That's necessarily yeah I don't necessarily do the sweep in but I do keep uh, oh my gosh I got so much hell for it when I did it when I posted it to TikTok but I had my broom I have my broom um right side up on my door just to sweep in abundance because it's the cinnamon yeah. broom um but I don't bring stuff in it's just a sweep in abundance that's just it's just on the threshold <laughs> but um people are so goddamn dramatic if it's just resting on a door frame, why are they freaking out about it? You didn't well, show like, you. They're like, um, you need to have it reversed because you're letting everything in. I'm like, I know what I'm not letting in. That's what my ward's outside my house is for. Hello? Like, Let's not even get into that. I'm not even going to get into the fucking witch police that is TikTok. I've been doing this for two months and I actually know more than you. Like, shut the fuck up. Anyway, um, uh, but, anyway, not to be a hater. Let's move on. <laughs> no, I do the same thing as you. Um, I do the whole house. I love doing the energetic house cleaning with the broom, like the mm. whole, like working from one side of the house. I like, I don't. I work from one side of the house and kind of like go um, counterclockwise and then go uh -huh. out the front door. And then yeah. I do a nice good smoke cleanse afterwards. And I actually, I do use my brooms for like, if I'm doing um, like spirit flight type things, I just like lay it next to me and um, you know. She fucks it. Guys, this is oh, how she's doing it. She fucks the broom. <laughs> Sick. It's a cinnamon broom, too, guys. It's got oh so many God, little branches. so bad. Everybody no. pray for Maria. She's not doing well. <laughs> oh, look, I just love Paul so much. 
<laughs> Listen, but, I am so crazy about fall that I'm just going to shove this entire cinnamon broom inside me. <laughs> Namaste. <laughs> but, um, no, I actually, I also use brooms for travel spells. And mm. in particular, I use the um, plant broom in travel spells. Um just kind of like to, you know, sweep me towards the direction I need to go. And I also like to put broom in like cleansing spells as well. Obviously. I like it. But yeah, I just, I find it very witchy to involve my broom in travel spells. Yeah. Like, yeah. I just think there's such a power, powerful symbol. Mm-hmm. Like even if you aren't somebody who wants to utilize them in actual spell work, I just think there's mm-hmm. such a powerful symbol of like, what we believe in, who we are, et cetera, et cetera. And like, we are just women in general, like not even people consider themselves witches, but just women in general, where we've, how far we've come in history. And I think it's really beautiful. Yeah. As witches, you know, we use them as a thing of independence and getting freedom. And as I said, travel and like, (laughs) basically, you know, being like, F your energy, I'm going to put my own energy here. And so we're using brooms to our advantage rather than our... Um, demise. Yeah, demise. There we go. <laughs> the everyday toil of cleaning up after everyone all the time. Instead, all like, the time. Instead, you could look at your broom after you sweep and be like, "I'm going to use you later to go on a spirit flight in your mind." Now. <laughs> Before we end the segment, I just want to say one more time: please do not fuck your broom. Please don't put Belladonna, Mandrake, or any other poison inside your body. Remember the Don't Fuck Your Rocks episode? I'm doing it again. Both rooms, please. There's so many great other options. And I'm pretty sure I um, did an article a long time ago on Mm -hmm. a smoke cleanse that you can do before spirit flight to just kind of, yeah, in lieu of putting anything on your body. I'm going to make the cover for this 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 episode one of those silicone brooms I'm so I'm gonna do when I announce the episode so everybody brace for it <laughs> so Robin what is stirring your cauldron I don't know what's funnier. I I don't know what's funnier. Is you saying it or the fact that you get so close to your microphone? (laughs) You have to get your lips all up in there. You're like, hello. That's what she said. (laughs) That is what she said. Anyway, Maria's about to get her lips all up in there, guys. Anyway. Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) She's got Bessem on the brain. Um, <laughs> especially those ones that we looked up. Oh, like the ones that are going to be the cover of this yeah. episode. Yeah, get ready for it, gang. Um, <laughs> what is stirring my cauldron? I, if you're in the Discord, you're probably going to be like, Robin, shut the fuck up. We know, but I keep talking about cleansing sprays, <laughs> but in like pump bottles with like Florida water and water mm-hmm. like diluted. And I keep talking about them because I'm like obsessed right now. <laughs> um, and like I like I had a friend who was having something go on in her life, and I was like, "Have you considered holy water in a spray bottle?" <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it worked. <laughs> so um, much to consider. I might be onto something here. I don't know. Um, 
Is the recycled spray bottle a underutilized tool? Yes, it is. Uh, I am obsessed right now. 12 out of 10. Highly mm-hmm. recommend. I think you all should do it. <laughs> and they're so fun to make, especially yeah, if really you're using like, fresh herbs and stuff. And like salt, you can like make it with crush your salt down to a nice fine powder and put hot water in it so it melts. That's my favorite. Like just the simplest (sighs) cleansing ever. There's nothing to bite, and you don't have to open up your windows because you can just like spray. Especially if you rent, especially if you rent, spray Mm -hmm. cleanses are the simplest way to Mm -hmm. freaking cleanse. Put a bit of rosemary in there, some salt. Mm-hmm. Get to spraying, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Works just as well. You don't have to stick to one thing. <laughs> yeah. So, Maria, what's not stirring your cauldron this week? <laughs> oh, let me tell you. You also got super close to the mic. You know what's <laughs> up. I know. I had to get up in there with my lips, okay? I, I've heard it's good. <laughs> I heard that's what the professionals are doing, and I'm just trying to keep up, okay? But, um, so, every spooky season... I am reminding, reminded of the deck I cannot use because it comes from a very problematic creator. And I didn't find out that they were problematic until after I had owned the deck for some time. And so what's not in my cauldron is that when I find something I really love and then find out that I can't use it anymore because the person who made it is a crap person, even if they are witchy and, you know supposedly more open about things because, you know, they're dealing with tarot decks and magic they're and stuff like that. They're still fucking racist! <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I just... A word of caution, guys. If you're going to buy a deck, also look up the creator and make sure that... Like, I would just look up the creator and just type a problematic, especially if it's a tarot deck, because I promise you, things will pop up. Mm-hmm. Um... But the deck I'm mentioning, I'm not going to mention the name because I don't want us to be sued or anything like that. But um, it is an older deck, so it's not any of the new Halloween decks. So It's also been removed after they got heat for it existing, and this is like seven years oh, ago. after they had doubled down on their... Because what happened is they released a very, very problematic deck, and people called them out for it. It wasn't the Halloween deck, it was a different one. And um, they just doubled down on their opinion and said that mm-hmm. it it's was It's history, for, get over it. Yeah, it's history, get over it. This was for nostalgia. Nostalgia! Without <laughs> uh, going into details of naming the deck, just so that way, in case you guys are like, what the, what could be so problematic? The entire deck was nothing but blackface. Mm-hmm. Vintage blackface. Yeah. I'm not going to name exactly what kind of blackface because that will give away the name of the deck. (laughs) But the entire deck was blackface. And it just, as I said, it does suck because the Halloween deck was very cute and I loved it very much. And I can't, I can't, I can't, you know, use it. Don't play me at all. Or anything. Nope. Nope. But yeah, that's what's not stirring my cauldron. So let's be good people and not put out problematic decks that gets people canceled for good reason. 
Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> If you've just joined us this week, every week we talk about creators that we are loving right now. This can be artists, bloggers, authors, other podcasts, uh, social media accounts, just like whatever that we're digging right now. These are organic finds. They are not ads. And this season we have incorporated a third creator, which is somebody that the listeners like you guys submit. So that being said, Maria, who are you digging right now? So I am digging The Secret Oracle of the Green Witch from U.S. Games, written by Cecilia Latari and illustrated by Betty Graco. It's just a super, it's such a super cute oracle deck and it's very well rounded. It's not like very Green Witch oriented. I mean, there's Mm -hmm. a great deal of it that's Green Witch oriented, but it just feels overall just witchy and cute Mm -hmm. because there's been like a Hedge Witch card, there's a Kitchen Witch card and all that. And the art style, of course, is like super cute. It's up my alley. So if you really (laughs) like, um, you know, darker decks that aren't all like bright and in your face, this one might be for you. And I highly recommend looking So cute. (laughs) Yeah. So who are you so I'm actually digging this shop. It's a Portland shop called Queen Meb. And we might have talked about them before on on here before, but I don't think so. And I don't think so. Specifically, they sell Bessums, which is what made me think of it because of this episode, um, that are made by a company. Well, they have a few of them, but there's Twig. Hold on, let me pull it up. There is the House of Twigs, and then there's Kevin Crafts. Um, and Kevin Crafts has been something that we have utilized in our box before. They did mm-hmm. the two-toned uh, candles that we got. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, I just the the brooms that they sell are really wonderful. They're like contrasting colors. You have like a dark broom with like bright colored twine, or you they've got ones mm-hmm. that are like rainbow gradients, and they're just really really beautiful. And it's kind of a it's a good shop that kind of caters to all these like very aesthetic and beautiful besoms that I thought were I don't know really great and I know that they his- are. I know historically um, they have taught classes on how to make brooms at their mm-hmm. shop I don't know if that's something that they do routinely or not I just know I've seen it before um, so yeah that if you've been inspired perhaps um, during this episode that might be a source to seek one out but I think they're really mm-hmm. wonderful yeah they're very cute I love they them very are... much and then we have so, our listener yeah. choice and I before mm-hmm. we get into who it is it is from one of our like the submission was from one of, one of our discord members Aaron mm-hmm. um and I just think that's fun. I think it's fun that we get to utilize uh, Discord submissions. <laughs> yeah, I I really, yeah, it was fun seeing them post all their sort of things. Um, yeah. Typically we post it to like... Yeah, to Instagram or whatever. But um, this week, uh, the... <laughs> They just started submitting them on onto Discord. I, I think we can both agree that it was really great. And so, uh, yeah. This Anyway, this shop is called Saga Mariah or Maria Flora and Fungi. And they're an artist and shopkeep. And they do, like, little cute embroideries and 
art pieces and just cool things like that that um I don't know, Aaron says they haven't updated in a while, but I guess they're having a new shop update on the 21st. Their stuff is really cute, so hopefully you guys can snag something cool. Thank you all so much for joining us today that we... We hope that you will see us again on Friday, August 25th for our Coffee Talk episode or on September 1st for our 17th episode of season four. I said that like we are going to die. (laughs) We hope to make it. (laughs) Keep an eye out on our social media or head to our website, coffeeandgoldrens.com to find out more information and see what we're up to. And don't forget to join us on Patreon August 27th with Nika Phillips of Crescent and Craft for her class on making magic candles. Are we reading this like ghost host then? Should I go ahead and read it that way? <laughs> well, apparently I am like threatening our, our demise. So. Additionally, our Patreon Magical Beginnings offers our special 25 minute part two episode. A huge library of articles about witchcraft and discord community full of fun <laughs> events and discussions. And we'll even have a tier that offers one-on-one conversations with Robin and myself. So please, if you love our sexy, (laughs) sensual voices, take a moment to review us on whatever streaming service, such as Apple Podcasts or Spotify. (laughs) We love reading your reviews. And even if you just rate us, instead of writing a review, it really helps us out a lot. It helps Mm -hmm. us to be seen by others. And we appreciate it greatly thank you to everybody who already has and to everybody who will in the future yes so again this is coffee and cauldrons <laughs> with robin <laughs> from at a tired witch on instagram <laughs> and i'm maria from at maria Thurkane on instagram you ready Ha, 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 ha.